Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. tonight and I don't even know how to feel about it. I'm going to be honest with you. But you know what? I am angry. I am really angry at DirecTV. I, I have been, you know, I've been telling people this is going to be one of the biggest shows like of the of the season. We're going to have a ton of people like, you know, listening to this thing cuz everybody's going to be, you know, in on it and everybody wants to have their opinion and, you know, it's a double eviction, man. Double eviction's always super huge. It's always a big event in Big Brother seasons. And so we're coming up on this double eviction, and I'm so excited because I don't know what's going to happen. And I've told people before, it's fun doing an after show. I enjoy it. Um, it's a lot of fun, and, and I feel very humbled to be here um, speaking with everybody in the Big Brother Nation. But i I, I got to be honest. As soon as Big Brother starts, and I mean literally as soon as it's some crap show that's on, I'm sorry if everybody likes it, but – some show going on before it, and it's awful. It wasn't funny. And uh, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're intense. You know your heartbeat. You feel your blood pressure raise, and you know this is one of those big brother moments. It's going to be a double eviction. It's You get hot. You feel good. And then DirecTV just completely goes crap. Goes out, freezes up, lurking, looking for a signal, storms coming through. I guess it's 2014. And you know what? We can shoot laser beams across the world. I mean, we have the technology to fly these little bitty planes all over the world and bomb people and blow houses up and all this other stuff over in the Middle East. But, I mean, we can't solve the DirecTV issue with satellite signal. I mean, how do we launch spaceships and, uh, you know, um, shuttles up in the air, people? How do we even do that? We can fly a plane. We're talking about going to take passenger flights into outer space. You know, they're talking about doing that on Virgil, Virgin uh, Atlantic. Being able to fly you out and check out the moon for $250,000 a seat. They think they're going to be able to do it at the beginning of next year. But I can't get a damn signal from DirecTV because of some sprinkles outside. I'm serious, folks. I lost half of the Big Brother show. I didn't, thank God they do kind of like a, a backdrop of what's going on and kind of do a review of what's been happening because I do 
see and read live feed spoilers. So thankfully, you know, I knew what was going on, but I, when it came down to people being voted, I mean, it froze up. I had no idea who was going to, thank God, the people over there, the good people over there at Reality Chat and Addicted to Big Brother, those two sites that I go to all the time, were kind enough to keep me posted, especially Reality Chat, keep me posted on what was going on so I didn't lose it. I'm telling you folks, I could have punched a kitten. I could have punched a kitten right then. I was so angry, and I haven't been that angry in years. I'm really a mellow dude. I'm really, really, really laid back. And God, I wanted to take a bat to my to my satellite dish thing out there. Anyway, what an episode! And I did catch the last part. Thankfully, there is a God. But we 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 saw the last part. Uh, I saw the last part of the episode, which really matters. Uh, all the live stuff, and I love Thursday shows because I get live things going, and people don't really know truly. You got an idea of what's going to happen on the show, but you don't really know until it happens. I know a couple, like this morning, I think Zach was going to go home. Uh, all of a sudden, the stuff starts slipping last night, um, and it travels through the ranks, and all of a sudden, we've got Zach staying. And you know, it's blowing people's minds, but. I gotta be honest. I don't think it matters either way. I, I think that I think Jacosta was a waste. I'll be honest with you. I've told people I, I really would rather see Pons go home right now. All the all, all the big alliances do is just hide behind those Pons. They're going to put them up. They're going to put them up. Jacosta stayed. She'd be on that block for the next four weeks, going up over and over again until somebody finally decided to take her to the finale because guess what? She hasn't really done anything. And gosh, you know, we got another Gina Marie situation. And it's just annoying. So I'm okay with Jacosta going home first part of tonight. Um, second part was, was difficult, wasn't it? I don't know. I mean, some of you guys may like Nicole and Hayden. Um, I liked Hayden. I liked Hayden pretty well. Uh, I think Hayden would have been a better player. I, Hayden waited, to me, Hayden waited too long to start playing. And I think tonight the, sand, the, the line in the sand was drawn down the middle I said this uh, on, on reality chat. I said, I think that the line's going to be drawn tonight. Um, I also said, uh, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but, hey, you guys, you want to be, you want to have a host that knows what he's talking about. I'm just going to tell you the way it is. I said a couple of things. On reality chat, I said, and we can verify it, somebody's going to be coming back. They're going to bring people back. Now, I didn't get to hear the Hayden interview because of DirecTV, um, but I, I want to say that, I believed in the Jocasta case that she was saying we may see you again. But I want to point out something that I thought was really, really interesting. And if you guys have any opinion on this or anything tonight, give me a call, 917-889-7084. We'll get you on the air. But one of the things I found very interesting, and I don't know if anybody noticed this, but when Zach hugged Hayden, did anybody hear what he said? He said, don't worry, you'll be back. Now, I, we had the big discussion today on reality chat about whether or not you know they would be bringing people back or that production was involved in how things worked because a lot of people feel like that Derek went to the went to the uh, diary room and when he came back out he basically said America you, you know we you won't have a unanimous vote this week so a lot of people are assuming that he is dropping hints that he's kind of being told that they're going to have to vote for Jacosta to go. Zach's a popular player. I, you know what? Zach is entertaining because Zach doesn't know who he is. 
Now, I think our friend Miss Chicago said that last week, that Zach really doesn't have an idea of who he is. He's just a multitude of a lot of different people. And I think that's probably true. Yes, Zach keeps things entertaining, but Zach is a Dr. Will wannabe, folks. That's all he is. Now, I like him, and I, and I like him on the show, but I don't think Zach is playing himself. I think Zach is playing an exaggerated version of himself. I think he is doing the whole Dr. Will, I hate y'all thing. I mean, it's just insulting. Hey, look, we're Big Brother super fans. That's insulting when you start taking the puppet master's words and you start using it in a season that sucks. Sorry, but it does. Um, so, Zach, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he's there, but at the same time, I don't know that him going home would have changed a whole lot. I think it would have been better only because I think it would have made the alliance a little bit weaker. And right now we're dealing with a ton of people in that alliance, and pretty soon they're going to start hanging each other. I mean, they're going to have to start splitting each other open. And it's going to get ridiculous here pretty soon, I hope, because time's counting down, folks, and we're going to have to see this alliance really play. Um, On the agenda tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about the episode that went on tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about people's game plans. And at the end of the show, we're going to talk about, which is my final thought, may not be a long show tonight, but we're going to talk a little bit about my five top women who play, who've ever played Big Brother, ever, ever, top five. So it's going to be a really fun night tonight. Um, I don't know, second part, you know, Hayden going home, I just, I really hate it. Um, I think that Hayden would have been a big player. I think he, like I said, I think he would. I don't, I don't really understand, and some of you guys may be able to, to message me and send me a message. That's one way to get in touch with me to kind of say what you want to say. You can go onto our chat that's live on the show, uh, which, which reaches out directly to me, or you can call in again, 917-889-7084. promise I'll be nice to you. Or you can message me through the Big Brother After Show Facebook page, which I, I hope that you all join. Um, it's a page that just helps you keep up with the links and keep up with show times and whatnot. And sometimes we ask poll questions. But uh, I, I just think that Hayden and Christine and Donnie, well, not Christine, but Hayden, Nicole, and Donnie did not actually, to me, ever form a solid alliance, and I never understood that. I know that people in the house don't realize that there's an alliance that's that large. I get it. They all think they're kind of in the game together. Um, but to see these guys kind of work together, especially after the last HOH, um, I'm surprised they just didn't make something solid. I think, I think Donnie made a big, big mistake on his HOH when he was talking to Caleb and he was talking about putting Caleb up. And he told Caleb, you know, or Caleb was telling him that, you know, hey, look, look we could – we can make an agreement. I won't put you up if you don't put me up. Uh, I think that Donnie, and this is not hindsight. I said this earlier. Um, this is not hindsight. This is something that I was saying much, much earlier this week. I think that Caleb is focused on the game. I think Caleb with Amber out is now going to be a huge player. Obviously, he showed it tonight. He's going to win HOHs. He's going to win POVs. He's going to start making things happen. He's going to become a threat again because his focus now is the game. Amber's gone. I think, I think Caleb should have gone before Amber. I think Caleb is dangerous to everybody now, even his own alliance. And they're sitting there and they're making that conversation in the, in the, uh, in the secret room or private room between them when Donnie was HOH with Nicole. And they're talking about Caleb going up. You know, he says, you know, I've got to put you up. You put me up, blah, 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 blah. Caleb's telling him, I won't put you up if I'm up. 
Donnie, I really think at that point, should have reached out to Caleb and said, Caleb, look, I have nobody to work with. I need somebody strong in this game. I need somebody who is focused on the game. I really, really need to have something solid with somebody for a final two or a final three, something. Are you willing to give me that commitment for the next couple of weeks? Can you give me that for the next couple of weeks if I leave you off the block? Because I'm going to tell you, there, is, there are tremors that you're the guy, if I put you up and you stay up, you'll go home. So if I go against what people are asking me to do, the house, and I don't put you up, could we make a deal? I think Donnie was foolish. His biggest foolish move, I think, so far this season, other than not being in a damn alliance to begin with, is not taking or making a deal with Caleb at that moment because he could have put Cody up and it would have been completely fine. Cody could have gone up. He could have said, Cody, you put me up. You lied to my face. You said you weren't going to put me up. You told me there wasn't going to be a problem between us and that you didn't feel like I was a guy that wanted to go home. And then he stabbed me right in the back and you put me up. You're the one person in this house that's lied directly to my face. Take a seat. He could have completely put Cody up. And it's possibly Cody wants – I mean, look, Cody's a disappointment, folks. Cody is not the guy – I mean, he might be hot eye candy for you ladies, but look, he's not a great player. And maybe he'll show up at the end. I don't know. But I, you know what? Poor Derek. Derek's making moves all over the place, and Derek has made some mistakes. But Derek's probably the, the best player in the house right now. And Derek's got to go wake him up and get him away from Christine to be able to talk about everything that he's discovered throughout the day so that Cody's on the same page. How ridiculous. It's, an, it's insane. Derek needs to be smarter, and I said it earlier, too. I think that Derek needed to go to Donnie at that time and reach out to the other side of the house and say, I need somebody on your side. Me and you need to be a solid two. Donnie can make the deals. The reason that people aren't trusting Donnie is because he's not trying to make a deal. When you're trying to make a deal, people see it, and they go, okay. It's a lot like Nick last year. Remember, Nick was this great mastermind player, and, Boy, Nick, yeah, I really like Nick. Everybody liked Nick when he got on the show, and he got voted out, like, what, like third? I mean, nobody would – he would not talk game with anybody. People would approach him and want to talk game, and Nick would be like, sorry, dude, I'm not talking game. Well, guess what, dude? You went home. People, people want to know what you're thinking. And if they like what you're thinking in the game, they'll want to align with you in the game. I, I just think that Derek and all those guys should see Donnie as a valuable asset, especially with POV. How about him winning the POV tonight, folks? Amazing. Amazing. Listen, we're going to take a really quick commercial. Uh, when we come back, we got a call in line, I believe. We're going to try to take that call, um, maybe get an opinion in here. So, listen, stay tuned, stay on it. We're going to be back. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I know I'm a little rushed today, but like I said, I'm kind of mad at DirecTV, kind of upset with them. All right. Okay, a baby. I get it. I get it. I'm a baby. All right, so we're going to take a really quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Miss Chicago, who's going to fill us in on what she thinks. We're going to take a call from somebody out there. Finally, It'll be exciting. Unless they're calling to talk to Miss Chicago, which is probably what's going to happen. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. We'll be right back. In this economy, who can afford an expensive haircut or a four-year degree? Soft Lake Community College, Barbering and Cosmetology School, and Unlicensed Salon. Let me give you a haircut. I really need the practice. 
Our degrees are two years and our haircuts are two dollars. Men's cuts, only two dollars. Barbering and cosmetology school. Your herd is only limited by your imagination and how far along we are in this semester. May I cut your hair? I won't mess up, and even if I do, it's only two dollars. Barbering and Cosmetology School. Let me shave your face. Featuring the pre-mission special, two haircuts for four dollars, guaranteed for two years. Salt Lake Community College, barbering and cosmetology school, an unlicensed salon. Let's change up. Anytime something new comes along, everybody wants a bite. Don't happen overnight. So you wanna be a rock superstar and live large, big house. shave it off and fix it. Summer. It's a great time to get the uh ooh, it's a great time to get the haircut uh shaved down to the scalp anyway. Not you ladies. You ladies you don't want to go uh who did that? Demi Moore, I think. Anyway, uh trying to slow things down a little bit cuz I feel a little rush just joining us. I uh had a little bit of a fight with DirecTV. And I know Miss Chicago has had her own battles with DirecTV. Um, and I'm going to bring her on. But I want to bring on uh, a caller first, see if this caller is here for me or for her. My bet's going to be her. So I want to hear what they have to say. Um, 
I've got a caller from 925 is the area code. 925, are you there, caller? Yes, I am. All right, welcome Hello? to the Big Brother After Show. We appreciate you listening in. What did you think about tonight's episode? What are your feelings on the game so far? Well, actually, it's interesting because I live in California, so it hasn't aired yet, but I looked on Wikipedia. Oh. So um, what I really think, though, is that I think that this is the most predictable season of Big Brother ever, I think. Do you think so? Yeah. Do you think think production has a lot to do with it? No, I just think that a bunch of the players are a bunch of rats are a bunch of, they're like a bunch of puppets in this game, and they're not doing big moves. You know, Zach, I think that Zach and Frankie and Cody and um, Derek will make it to the Final Four. Yeah. That's what and I it, think. And you're right. It's predictable because this alliance has been so monstrous this season that it's really, not only has it been predictable, but don't you agree it's made it extremely boring? I mean, it's been yeah. so boring, it seems like. It's very boring. You know what it's like? I'm I'm rooting for Nicole and, and Donnie at this point, actually. Yeah, and, and, you know, Donnie is playing a good game, but I wish that he would get a solid alliance. I, I hate that he's kind of out there, and he's surviving, he's surviving. You'll find out again he's, he's surviving this game, and you just want to say, dude, you know, shake it up. Let's try to get some solid things going. I just feel like the outsiders in the house just seem like not to be – smart enough because you know the alliance the 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 eight the bomb squad um has lost yeah. some members over the last couple of weeks and to see that these outsiders have not looked at each other and the light bulb go off and go hey you know what let's work this game together let's let's draw a line in the sand has been amazing to me what do you do you think that they're yeah. so scared of the alliance or do you just think the the players this year were just not very bright well i kind of think it kind of has to do with hayden season you know they weren't very bright yes you know, with the brigade, you know, the brigade, like, they took control of the game besides getting mad evicted. He was, like, the third member of the jury, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that was a, that was probably one of the top alliances of all time. And, you know, it just it's amazing to me because it's like we go from eight, and then we have these detonators, and then we have these other guys. And it's like, holy crap, these are the same people in every single alliance. All they do is, like, maybe dump one person and then bring them back in later. It's the same alliance over and over again. Pretty soon, aren't these guys going to have to eat each other? Aren't they going to have to battle for survival in the next week or two? You know what? Speaking of that, I really think that when when you think about it, on reality shows like Survivor and Big Brother and maybe even The Amazing Race, sometimes when people make alliances, it seems like they're playing for fourth, fifth, or third place. They're not yes. playing for themselves. Yes. When they know they're it, at it, the bottom, it, it, they don't make any moves. No, I mean, it's like, I just want to get the jury. I just want to get the jury. And it's because jury is yeah. another vacation for them to not have to stress about the game and get paid weekly to sit around and drink pina, uh, pina coladas. I mean, it, it's, it's an yeah. easy couple of weeks in jury. And, and it just makes me, it makes me so surprised that we have gamers now or not even gamers, I won't even give them that credit, but people who are put in this house. And I almost feel like that they're more interested in reality stardom and hoping that somebody's going to call them for the Amazing Race next week or somebody's going to call them two months from now to be part of Survivor next year. I just feel like that they want to be reality stars, and these are not game players. I feel like, I feel like we haven't had yeah. game players in so long. Is it still the same to you as a viewer? 
yeah, man, I feel like the only, I think the good players were like Janelle and Evil Dick, you know, and uh, yes. we're not seeing that many players like those guys, you know, and it's like, I really, you know what, to this day, I really, I'm kind of contemplating why Evil Dick left so early that one season. I was trying, I don't know, they, they never revealed why he left so early that one year. No, they still haven't. No, it's still not. It's still speculation. A lot of people say that a family member was sick, but you know, it's amazing to me. We've had grandfathers die twice this season. Nobody's left. It would be hard for me to leave that house knowing that the money's on the line. But I, I just, I miss it. I really do. I miss that golden era. I don't know how long you've been watching, but I miss the golden era, which I consider like season two through eight. Dan really revived things, and I think that a lot of times people complain and bitch about vets, and I, and I hate to say that, but people complain about vets. But I got news for people. Vets are propping up seasons that would have been horrible. And we're going to yeah. get them, I think, next season. We're going to get vets next season because these new guys who come in are just not bred to play the game. They're not gamers. I think Derek's a gamer, but even Derek will hide behind the alliance. And now it's just like it's a group of numbers. If I can get the largest number around me, then I can survive. And, and I just don't feel like that's Big Brother. Yeah, I, just I agree. Don't feel like it's I, very disappointing. I got a question for you. Fire away. Do you think that Donnie would win against anybody at the final two? I think Donnie wins against anybody but Derek. I think Derek can okay. beat Donnie. Um, but I can't, like I'm saying, like Cody has been a disappointment. Hayden's been a disappointment. I mean, uh, some of these guys that you really thought would come in and, and do some good stuff in the game. I mean, I saw Cody's interview and I said, I like this guy. He's mature, he's young, he's strong, but he's mature. I felt like he kind of had a leadership quality. I liked Cody. Mm-hmm. Then you get in the game and you go in a month into it and you go, my God, this dude is not doing anything but rubbing the arms of women and having to be woken up yeah. and be given any information. I mean, I, I, I think that Donnie wins against anybody but Derek. I think Frankie's another one that's tricky because I actually think Frankie's playing a good game. I just think Frankie's mm-hmm. incredibly annoying. But I, I yeah. think that I think that Donnie has made enough moves, and as you see, when when does it air for you? You got another hour or two before it airs there. About a half an hour. Okay, about a half an hour. It's going to be a great episode tonight. You're going to see things. It's hard for me to ruin it for you. I don't want to. But I think that Donnie is is a very good player. I think socially he's fantastic, and I think physically he's very good. And I, and I think he is on a real hot seat. And that's what upsets me right now is that I feel like if these guys were gamers, if Derek is really the gamer that we believe that he is, Derek would reach uh-huh. over to the other side of the house a couple of weeks ago and look at Donnie and say, look, I need somebody like you on the other side. Derek yeah. would have covered his ass with Donnie, and he didn't do it. And I don't understand why they're avoiding this guy and saying, oh, well, he's yeah. so super smart. Oh, he's so super. Well, if he's so super smart, tag up with him. Make something happen yeah. with this guy. You know, it's just, it blows me away, and that's what makes me question this group, is that I just don't see it. It's almost like, and, and Zach is a Dr. Will wannabe. I know he keeps the house yeah. entertaining, but, you know, he's, a, he's, he's not somebody that's going to go down in history as a great player. But I, 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 to go back to your question, I think Frankie and Derek could beat Donnie. I just don't see Frankie in that final. I see Derek maybe in that final. I think I agree with what you said. I just think, I don't think Frankie gets there. I think Derek does, and I think it's if we get Derek and Donnie, we're going to have it good. But I'll tell you what, and I'll make this promise, and you will—I know you'll agree with me because you know what you're talking about. 
I don't mm-hmm. see Donnie being taken to the final two. Donnie has to win the final two and take someone because there's nobody on this in that group this season that's smart, that's dumb enough, really, to take Donnie because I think Donnie has a chance to beat really anybody. And he's going to start playing yeah. this game serious, and he's going to start winning some comps. And I think it's going to change a lot of opinion about him. The people that don't like him, they're going to change their opinion because I think physically he is a threat, which you wouldn't think, but he is. Yeah. He's won like five challenges. It, it, you, it's, it's, watch the episode tonight. Like I said, don't worry about it because you're going to have a good time watching it. But let me ask you this before I let you go, and I do appreciate you calling. You're, you're, M, you're VIP. You call back any time. You're going to get on. But All right. I want to know. Now, at the end of the show tonight, I'm going to talk about the five best women in Big Brother history. Give me your top one or two, your favorite women to play Big Brother. Well, I've only seen a few seasons, so I can go by the ones that I've seen. Um, okay. Ian, uh, Hayden, and uh, who, was, who was the winner on season 11? Uh, season 11 would have been uh, Jordan. Um, I liked Jordan. There's Jeff. And uh, I, yep. I also liked... Mike Boogie, because he was—I thought he was a good player. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, I had this argument with somebody earlier today. I think it was today. I, I do so much on there. Um, but I had an argument with somebody the last 24 hours where they—they they, the question was, who, who's the player you hate the most? And they were saying Mike Boogie, Mike Boogie, Mike Boogie. Now I don't know if you've seen season 11, and if you haven't, you know, I can I can direct you. Hit me up on my uh, Big Brother. After show Facebook page, send me a message, and I'll get you a link to the, show, to the season. But he was fantastic in season seven. People who don't like Mike Boogie don't know what they're talking about. It's more of a personal dislike for some of the things he's been involved in. But Mike Boogie is a very good player, and I agree with you on that one. Um, so you've got a, about a half hour to watch the show. I'm going to let you prep for it. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Thank you so much for doing that, and I hope you call back soon again. Sure. And I, I, there's one thing I want to add. The season, yeah, go ahead. I think the worst. I think the worst winner ever is the one from season seven with Janelle and Kesar. She was the worst yeah. winner. I forgot her name, but she was the Maggie. worst. I think you're talking about season six. Yeah, that's Maggie. Yeah, that friendship oh. alliance was the most annoying alliance on the planet. Janelle was a great yeah. player. Janelle, Janelle yeah. definitely takes. Jeff, Janelle's in the top three women of all time. Kesar, so so player, but Maggie. She won, but Maggie was awful. <laughs> she was an awful winner. I have to she agree. She was evil to Kesar. She was hella mean to Kesar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. I mean, that was, you know what? Season six was such a great season, and seven's All-Stars and six had Maggie and Kesar and Janelle. But I think in season six, the great part about that season was when the house divided, and it was literally one side of the house was this way and the other side of the house was that way, and they were not going to mix at all. And that was a great season to see two alliances go at it, and we miss that right now. Right now we just have one alliance that's breaking down into sub-alliances, and it's just been a mess this season. Hopefully, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bet, and I may not win this bet, but I feel pretty good about it, and I told our next guest, Miss Chicago, about it. I think next season is an all-star, too. I think you're going to get seasons 8 through 16 all-stars, and I'm hoping that oh. that season will save this show because it's going to be a great season if they do that. Yeah. But I appreciate you calling, man. Thanks. Thanks so. Yeah, we definitely do. Thanks so much for calling all the way from the uh, Pacific Coast, man. I hope you enjoy your night tonight. I hope the show is great. And, hey, if you're on Facebook, look us up, man. Send me a message and uh, let me know what you thought about some things that happened tonight because I think you're going to be somewhat pleased. Not all the way, but you're going to be somewhat pleased.
Thank you. Okay, my friend, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, folks, it's that simple. What a great guy to come on and, and share with us uh, what he thought about Big Brother. I love I love when you guys call in, but I had to make room for it. I would have let him sit on a little bit longer, but you know, you know, I know that she's just sitting there waiting. She's listening to me talk, and she is so eager. I told you guys, we're like we're like a we're like an Oreo cookie. I'm just the cookie on the outside, but there's one person that's the cream in the middle, and you know that's Miss Chicago. I think it's time that we bring her on because we've made her wait long enough, and I know she's got an opinion tonight. Miss Chicago, welcome to the show. I've been, I, you know what? I got nervous. I looked at my, I looked at my studio uh, screen. I'm waiting for that call to come up, and I don't see it. And I'm telling you, I start getting the sweats. I get the nervous sweats. My underarms get sticky, and then I see your number pop up, and it's like angels sing in my ears. How are you doing tonight, Miss Chicago? Okay, first of all, you are torturing me, making me wait this long. My head is Hey, I had, I had to take the, the caller was waiting. I had to take him. You know how that goes. we got to oh, get yes, our guys absolutely. in. absolutely. Listen, I love when the fans call in. Don't wait to see stuff absolutely. on the Internet. Call in and be a part of the show. That's what we're all That's about, right. and I love, love, love it. But he ain't taking my spot, boo-boo. So anyway, um, <laughs> guess what? I wasn't going to call in until 11 o'clock my time. And then oh. said, isn't that crazy? And I just took a chance and called. And I was like, I'll I'm just like 12 minutes of you talking. I'm so mad at myself. Let me tell this you something. Let me tell you something, Chicago. If my wife could miss 12 minutes of me rambling on, she would be in heaven. So don't think that it's a bad thing that you actually miss me talk for 12 minutes. I no, can guarantee you it wasn't anything. Because you, you get me up, you get me ready. You get me on my square. I'm ready to go. Now you now, now I, my Direct TV went out. And I know you've had your own battles with the, with the oh, satellite television, but did you see tonight's episode? Tell me you saw yes. it because it was a big night tonight. Yes, 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 tell me, yes. Tell me what you thought. Now let me have it. Let the view. Let the listeners I have it. I don't. I'm so. You know what? I, I was on the the internet today for people who don't see the last night was a mess in that house. I mean, so many things flipped and flopped. You got really all these conspiracy theories on the internet today. I have never seen anything like this. Everyone <laughs> say, okay, it was crazy. I, mean, yeah. I was, and I couldn't stop. My Sam was like, honey, get out the house. I was like, but I couldn't put my tablet down. Then I want my phone out. I was losing my mind. I was like, okay, it was, it's mid-season. You have this mid-season meltdown. I'm just, no, I was just done. I'm spent. I don't know which way to go, what's happening. I'm mad that Donnie missed an opportunity. And Hayden, oh, my God, we talk about this every week. There is a golden yep. opportunity for Hayden and Donnie and them to step in and try to get some. And I think the smartest person to talk to, to me, would have been Derek. And I'm mad at Christine because when Nicole told her to put uh, to put either Derek or uh, Cody up, she went and told Cody. And then Cody, oh, of course, confronted he confronted uh, um, Christina, that the barista, the girl, or yep. see, I get a mixed up. Yep. Okay. He went straight to her, and he, she was busted, but she's still wiggling her way out of it because all they thought about was the numbers at the end, and that's when they said, you know what, we're not going to get rid of that because now we see we can't trust her. So we need these numbers to stay strong. And I was just like, what is going on? And when Hayden walked out that door, I was like, 
Donnie's chances now are he. This man oh going to have to fight every God. single week. He's done. Is that guy? And is is he not? That, he is. He's standing on the pen on the end of a needle. He is literally standing on the end of a needle. It is insane. I, I mean, I can't believe he, he survived tonight. I know we're stepping ahead of, of you talking about the episode, but. I, 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 it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But I, I told, I said this, and I know I'm bragging on myself a lot tonight. But I said this: they're going to I bring know. as soon as, as soon as Frankie and as soon as Frankie or Donnie are in danger. And I said this a little while ago: as soon as Frankie and Donnie are in danger, the favorites of the show, they are going to offer to bring somebody back. They can't, they can't not do it. The fans will want it. The show is being, the season's being really slow. Their plan is that if Frankie or Donnie, and there was a there was a chance that Frankie was going to get backdoored this week yes. if Christine had not used the POV. If she'd have used it, they would have backdoored they would have backdoored Frankie, and Frankie probably would have gone home. But That's the whole what the thing plan is, was is all week. It that was the plan all week. All all week that was the plan, and then Christine didn't use that POV, and I guarantee you, as soon as production heard Frankie was on the lips of everybody, and they would have done the same for Donnie, I think. As soon as they heard those two names on people's lips, they said, start setting it up to bring somebody back this season because we can't let them go home. We'll lose viewers. I guarantee you that was the plan. As soon as Frankie's name got mentioned, they started saying, let's, let's set it up to bring them back. If we have to, we'll do a competition. We're going to see somebody come back. So oh, yeah, somebody's going to come back. Somebody's going to come back. So all the Donnie and Frankie fans, don't worry too much. I think, you're, I think they're going to get another shot to come back and, and – I think it's going to be in a couple of weeks. So if they go home, if Donnie goes home, I think he's going to have a shot to come back. Now, whether we vote on it, I don't know, or whether they have a competition, I'm not sure. But I, I got—I mean, they said it today to Jacosta. Somebody's coming back. They're going to have to have, like, the Golden Power Veto or the, the Duty Choir, whatever it is. They're going to have to yeah. do something to twist something up because, I mean, it shouldn't be this predictable what we think. Like, the, the young man that was just on the show was saying, that called in was saying, well, he thinks that, you know, Frankie, that Cody, and Derek, that is too predictable. That cannot happen. That cannot right. happen. Something has to make And you know what? The golden opportunity was for Derek to be the smartest guy. Yes, he's playing a good game. You know why? Because everyone else is playing a dumb game. That's when you exactly have to right. go out to, to uh, Taylor playing pool and he's not sitting in the house, do you notice that Frankie, and I can't stand him, but that dude does not miss an opportunity. When he sees two people talking, He'll go in and out there like 15 times if he has to. And as soon as they acknowledge him, he sits down, and all of a sudden, bam, he's in a conversation. That's smart on his part. So why are not, like... Did, did you... Let me just ask you this real quick, because it just popped in my mind, because I said something about it earlier, and I don't know if you missed it or not. Did you catch Zach tell Hayden when he was leaving, and they gave, he gave him a hug, and he whispers to him, don't worry, you're coming back. Did you mm-hmm. hear that being said? Right. Don't you find that yeah. extremely odd? And I'm not going to give into the conspiracy theories, but I find that very, very odd that Zach said that to Hayden. Don't worry. Either he said, you'll have a chance to come back or you'll be back. No, no, he said, don't worry, you're coming back. Yeah, you're coming back. He said, back. don't worry, you're coming back. Because like you, I watched everyone. Like, I, I didn't like his reaction when Jacosta got voted out. He was he was clapping so oh, loud. I'm like, calm down. Classic. And before Absolutely. he walked out the door, he's changing his clothes. Like, he's ready for the next competition. So, yeah, almost, you know what? Today was just a really, really weird day because of everything that went on last night. People are all over the Internet. It is going crazy about, you know, they called Derek and, I think Frank into the diary room in the middle of the night, and, t- and then they came mm-hmm. out and they yeah. were like, okay, I was sitting now. 
Zach's not going to go. And I mean, it was just craziness. And then once I saw Hayden Lee, no, it, I don't know if you noticed this, and I think this, when Hayden, when him and uh, Donnie were the only ones that voted for Jacosta, Hayden knew he was out because he yeah. knew no one had told him about the plan to keep Zach. So he knew. He was left out of the and group. Yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah, he knew. He knew. It was, it was all no over hesitation. his face. I mean, oh, yeah, his, he look, his look, you're exactly right. His look was, okay, I know exactly what just happened. I was left yeah. out of the loop, and I'm going, oh, yeah, he, he knew. knew it. He knew and it. And that's all I kept thinking. I, I made a note of it. I said when he saw how that vote went and he wasn't in the loop of that, he knew good and doggone well what was happening. Now, when I think, and Frank, if he doesn't have several seats and sits his ass down, I'm, the, what, oh, God, Frankie, calm down. Like, when um when uh, Caleb won the HOH, he's, like, literally riding him like a baby on a daddy's back. I'm like, stop. Okay, we Caleb's get it. Gonna be you know, dangerous. Caleb's going to be dangerous now because I really, I, I you know, we, we talked about this last week. I just feel like Amber being gone is going, it was going to make Caleb ultra-focused. Obviously, Caleb can focus on things. Sometimes he focuses on the wrong things, but he obviously has a dead determination on something that he wants, he won't let go of it, as we've seen with Amber. But I think that he now is, be, is becoming one of the dangerous, most dangerous people in the house. Now, he won a, you know, one of the trivia competitions, which I would have never have thought Caleb would have pulled off a trivia exactly. competition, but he won it tonight. Exactly. He won a POV. He won the Battle of the Block uh, last week. Caleb is going – I mean, they should have gotten rid of Caleb first before Amber because Caleb's going to be a real thorn. The lucky part is is that he's so stupid he's committed to this alliance who was ready to vote him out. I mean, you know, he's going to feel like an idiot for a lot of things, but that's going to be one of the biggest ones. And I found that what Nicole said and Hayden said at the eviction, which was, uh, what was it, Christine and Frankie were planting seeds about sending Zach out this week. I'm going to be real interested to see what that does to the group. I want to know if it will plant some seeds of doubt in Zach's head. I want to know if it will probably set this alliance on fire a little bit. Do you think it helped to maybe shake the alliance when, when they both did that? You know what scares me the most is Derek's intelligence. This dude yeah. has a wing. Okay, for instance, when Cody went to, uh, when he went to Christina, he said, listen, Nicole told us what you were planning to do. She, you, wanted us, you wanted her to put up me or Derek. And she, 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 you know, back in the day, like you said, when the, double, when the alliances were going against each other, that was a battle. Forget battle of the block. That was a real battle in that yeah, house that because was a, yeah, everyone absolutely. was choosing what they felt was the right way to play the game. She didn't even try to say, well, hold up. Let me confirm who said this because she knew she was caught. And he's like, I don't care either way because she's going to be on their list, to, you know, pick off as long as they have the numbers. Like you said earlier, that's all they care about that's is right. the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. But every week someone's going to be voted off. And it's so sad to me that people can't really enjoy how Big Brother's paid, played and stand strong and firm on their convictions. This is what we're going right. to do. If you don't like it, let's battle. Let's have a battle right now in this house. And that's what made Big Brother After Dark so much fun. Because oh, yeah. they went on it. And I'm hoping tonight, I'm hoping it's going to be some, some spice tonight in Big Brother After Dark with Nicole and Christine. This ought to be interesting. And poor Victoria, she's just a dear That baby, she, give her a pacifier and just put her to bed. This, just she leave her. She, 
Oh, she has no idea. But you know what? Derek has her in his pocket. She's a vote. She's She's a vote for whatever Derek wants her to vote for. Exactly. And that's what I was saying on MS. It was like, oh, my God, now who's going to go up? I said, ask Derek and Cody. It doesn't matter who the HOA is in their lives because they're going to make Derek is smart enough, even though I don't like it, but he's smart enough to know how to talk, like he did with Frankie. Frank was all paranoid and scared. He was like, oh, dude, you're fine, you're fine. We got this. And yep. he knew. You know, so every time, all he has to do is pull each person one by one. And I know he's tired because it's exhausting to keep trying to stroke everyone's ego and make them feel safe. But he has a good and- way of doing that. But don't you feel like that's part of the problem? And that's my that's my complaint and bitching and moan about Cody. You're you're tagged up with Cody. You're doing every bit of the footwork. You're doing the emotional work. You're doing the social yes. work. You're doing the physical yes. work. You're yes. keeping the glue of the group together. And you've right. got to go report to this guy you've got a final two with who's laying around with a married woman all day long and won't right. do anything but roll around on a bed and go get a snack to eat. And you've got to pull him away so that you can tell him in the bathroom everything that's been going on today. What Derek Cody is Derek's problem, and if Cody doesn't, if Derek doesn't wake up to Cody and cut Cody loose, Derek's going to have a problem with Cody later. I guarantee let you, Cody. Going to be a problem. Let me tell you this, and this is what I love about this show because you and I observe a lot of the same things. I think that Donnie laid too low too long, but I think now yeah. that Donnie's on the hot seat, maybe now he's going to convince Derek. He's going to have to do a reverse psychology on Derek and let him know. If you don't see what I'm seeing, since I've been sitting back watching and observing you guys, if you don't start seeing what I'm seeing, you're going to be in trouble. And so yeah. hopefully I think Donnie and Derek, I don't care what anyone says, Donnie is a very smart player. Unfortunately now he's, getting cornered, and he's going to have to fight hard every freaking week. And um, with that being said, he's smart enough to know how to talk to Derek on a, 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 a level where him and Derek, I think, can communicate yep. and you yep. know, start seeing that you're going to have to cut some of the fat off of your side because I, I, them agreeing I, I think I think you're right. I think you are dead on it as usual because I think that if Donnie looked at Derek and said, look, Here's my thing. You know I can win comps. You know I'm a social player. You know I have information about everybody who comes to talk to me. Derek would be the only one you can talk sex to because these other that's idiots, right. no and matter how say, they see what they want to do, they always do what Derek wants. So there's one thing that's a guarantee. One thing that's a guarantee, and and this is what Donnie can te- really should tell Derek. There's one thing that's a guarantee. You can bet that Zach and Frankie are going to be tight. You can bet. Yep that even though Nicole Christine have their issues, they're the last two women in the house, or the last three women are go- in the house are going to be bonded. And I can tell you this much, I'm willing to work for you. Cody's not going to work with you. Cody's going to let you do the work and then let you come and tell him what's going on. I'm here to help you win this game. I just want to get up in the final four. If they make that deal, Derek and Donnie are, are probably, I would say the three best players are Derek, Donnie, and Frankie. Well, but he oh, yeah. has to get Derek away from Cody and Frankie. He has to. And Derek's going to have to look at this as, you know, we're going to have to eventually eat each other. I mean, it's going to be feast or famine here in a couple of weeks. These guys are going to have to eat each oh, other. Yeah. Why do you want to stay in that group with people that are willing to eat you yeah. alive and a partner who won't do a damn thing with you and left me, leave let me, me out here to, to hang? Now, let me tell you what I would do if I was done, because I'm a female, what I would do, what I would send it to Derek is that, He's getting these girls on his side. Like, he's stroking mm-hmm. all their egos. You know, girl, women are more needy emotionally than men are. 
keep right, getting right. them, keep getting them where he wants them to be. It's almost like, believe it or not, I feel like, and I hope the fans are listening, or even the people that don't know the game are listening to this, I think that what Cody and Derek are going to have doing is they're going to be playing against each other because both okay. Derek has the, he does all the work, Cody does all the, the emotional work for the women to get them. And I think Christine now is going to be in trouble. I'm hoping she's, because she's been playing, I mean, this, oh, this, I can't do this all summer. It's going to kill me. It's taken lives of years <laughs> of my life. <laughs> because you, you feel like Derek in the house. You're thinking of all these different scenarios, how it can go down, because you have all these different competitions now. And they, I'm so mad they're still bringing back the double HOH again next week. I'm like, God, I hope it was over, but it's not. But um, yeah. with that being said, you know, the, the, the pickings are so slim now. And I think that the smartest move for me, if I was um, if I was Donnie, I would get in Derek's head and be really smart about it. Because when you're doing all the work and stuff, what is he doing? Chilling and, and chillaxing. He ain't doing nothing. That's right. But, you know, That's right. getting these women Put, on his side. Put me to work for you because here's at the end of the day, this is what's going to happen. I don't care if you don't keep me for final two, but let's just make a final four deal because here's the deal. If you take Cody to the final. Cody will take all the votes of the women. You will not have a vote from any of the women. Oh, absolutely. Cody's going to win every yeah. one of those votes. Mm-hmm. And you're setting yourself up to lose those votes from women because Cody's been working the women all season long while you've been trying to run the house. And it's going to look bad on you to have all that happen and then have all the women vote for Cody, which is exactly what's going to happen. And then, now I think the only saving grace that Derek might have is uh, Victoria because she just loves him. She's in love with this yeah, dude. Now she, yeah, she'll have Victoria's vote, but, you know. I think that the majority, you know, it comes down to numbers now. It's going to come down to numbers, and you have to be realistic. Yeah. But then again, you know, you have to realize, I don't think Victoria's going to win anything. I don't think that, you know, he can see her as an ally because if she doesn't win anything, then what's the point? And Donnie has obviously shown that he can win stuff, and Cody is a threat. So I think that Donnie and Derek need to get together, and I think that we need to start getting Frankie out of there, and we need to – God, don't say that he's going to go home. I'll tell you what. This is is the part of the game that I – this is where I always say that I consider this Sam Rule 101 a big brother, and I've said this to millions of people. When it comes down to it, when you're an alliance, the only person that survives is the one who stabs first. The person who breaks that alliance first, the person who breaks out of it, makes another side deal and starts stabbing the other people in the back first, is the one who's going to survive it. Because the people that are always in those alliances hanging out when it comes down to six people left in the house and they're still in an alliance, guess what? The last person to know that the alliance is not together anymore is the person who's on the block going home. You want That's to be right. the person that breaks that alliance first. I don't, know, I don't care what your loyalties were. It is now time for that alliance to turn on each other, and the first one to do it is going to be the person who survives. If Derek's and smart, that's what I, was, I, I was agree. saying today about getting blood on your hands. Get blood on your hands and yes. wash it off. Get it on there because you're showing yes. that you're strong. You're showing that you're willing to, to gameplay, and at some point you don't care who wants to be on board. You just want someone, like you said, that's willing to, you can talk to, and say, so, you know what, I didn't think about this, this scenario. And I think that this is going to be interesting now because at the end of the day, it's going to start trimming the fat, and it's getting lower and lower and lower. And I think that Cody and Derek are going to be standing, you know, face-to-face on opposite sides. And that's what I think is going to happen. If Donnie is smart 
and which I think he is, a lot smarter than we give him credit. Well, I give him credit, but a lot of people don't. I think that That's he right. should go to there and try to make something happen. I said this weeks ago, but, and like you said, but he didn't do it. I don't know if he was just too afraid if he thought that, you know, we'll see how the game progresses and watches them throw each other under the bus. Well, that clearly did happen. I think he knew Derek was. I think he knows Derek's running the house. I think he knows that Derek is running oh, yeah, the house. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, and, he, and I think he. And he but he, this is the thing. I mean, he's he, he has to look at Derek and say, "Look." I, and the only reason we're talking about Donnie is because he's probably the best player that's outside the alliance right now. That's why we're really talking about him. But really, what he needs to do is look at Derek and do that whole thing where he says, "I'm not a threat. I've got nobody working with me. I've got nobody that will help me." That, that's right. And and you know I can play. You know I'm a, a social player. You know I'm going to be able to play. We don't even have to let anybody know we're working together. But let's just keep it like the America's Alliance and let's me and you lock this thing up and just give me a final four. That's all. When we get to the four, you want to put me out, I won't be mad at you. But get let's get each other right. to the final four because we know we can do it. And I think Derek, and if he's what? smart, he'll take it. That's what I was hoping him and Hayden would have did with Derek, but they yeah. didn't do it. I was wishing yeah. that they would have did something on the side because I think that Donnie respects Derek enough to see in all the weeks they've been in that house who's really running that game, and they know it's right. Derek. But, you know, I think that I wish, like you said, he would have locked in something solid a couple of weeks ago, which he didn't do. So now he's got a fight to stay and I think in that, that house. That's the frustration. That's the if I if somebody said pick a weakness in Donnie's game, my weakness in Donnie's game is that Donnie never says, "Hey, I have yeah. your back, you have my back. Let's lock this yeah. thing down." He just continues to talk and be social and hope that they bring it up. He was hoping that alliances would come to him, and guess what? They didn't. And now he's yeah. stuck in the house without he anybody knows. but Nicole. It's really him and Nicole versus everybody at and this that's point. That's what I said. I just I said if him and Nicole don't win HOH, they're both going up on the block. Oh yeah. I mean they're going. Oh up yeah. Because. Absolutely. It's, it's, there's no other way. And I think it, it bothers me that he didn't, like, try to solidify something with someone else because I think maybe he thought they were too strong. Because, like you said, going into an alliance that huge and lasts forever. And we all see yeah. that now. It was so frustrated because this alliance is just dragging itself out. I had hoped that something was going to be shaken up tonight. didn't happen, but we had a good show. We had a good show tonight. And um, I think that Donnie now has his, you know, back against the wall. And he's got to really try to really play this game. If it's going to work with Derek, I don't know, because Derek, I think, is so focused on going to the, the you know, to the end that he's just going to look at the number aspect of the game. But he Absolutely. has to realize, like he said, that Donnie is a smart player. He can win stuff. Victoria ain't going to win nothing. And Christina, yeah, you know, she means. Victoria's not going to give him anything. Victoria's going to give him a vote, and that's it. Donnie can give him a vote and give him some type of strength and some kind of knowledge of what's going on socially in the house. Yeah, and also Nicole. I think Nicole's going to step her game up. She's going to have to because she knows she's on the out now. She's on the hot seat. So she needs to step her game. Who knows? You know, but I'm looking forward to seeing Big Brother After Dark tonight. I'm hoping that they don't calm her down and say, don't sing it. No, feed into it. I want to see some drama tonight. Those people on well, the hopefully we'll see it. <laughs> hopefully we see it because now's the time when we said we would see it. Me and you both agreed that jury time was going to be a serious time for this game and the double eviction was going to change things. I think it did. I think we were dead on about that. And I think we're going to get some action in Big Brother after dark now. And uh, Sunday's going to be an interesting time. We're going to have a lot of stuff to happen. 
ooh, we're going to have a lot of things that happen on Sunday. So I hope I see you again at 10 o'clock on Sunday. You'll see me Sunday for sure because I think the HOH not, uh, the 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 um, HOH is going to be endurance probably more than likely is going to be endurance. And that gives Donnie a shot. Yeah, it gives Donnie a shot because he's not all big and buff, you know. And, and the girls usually have a good chance of endurance too. If they're, I think I think that uh, Nicole is going to. I think she's going to fight hard now, and I hope that her and Donnie stay strong, and I hope that they get Derek's head. I'm really hoping for that, but we'll see what happens. You know, Big Brother's full of twists and turns, and the roller coaster is spinning now, and it's going to ride out until the end of the season. So I hope everyone's buckled in and ready to ride. Cause it's only hey, we only had to wait like two months for it to happen, but it's finally happening. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Miss Chicago, I'm going to let you go. It's thundering here and lightning all over the place, but I'm going to let you go, and I'll see you on Sunday. You will. All right, right. All right. Take care of yourself. We'll see you on Sunday night. You will. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, folks, it's not that hard. Give us a call, 917-889-7084. I don't even know if you guys hear this lightning that's hitting all around where I'm actually doing the show from, but it's ridiculous. I'll probably die on air, and you guys can say you witnessed it, so it'll be a good time for all. Anyway. I'm going to take a commercial real quick. When we come back, I'm going to give you my top female players of Big Brother, and then we're done. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. It's the Big Brother After Show. Give me some of the easy good meatballs off the bone. Baby, I'm hungry. I said, baby, you hungry. Let's head to Mr. Spriggs and get us some ribs. 10, 17, South Air Depot. I need that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. When I'm dealing with Mr. Spriggs, I only deal with the best. Gotta have that S-P-R-I-G-G-S.
I tell you what, there's one thing that I love. It's Michael McDonald and the Doobie Brothers. That's for real. I love that guy. I love that song. Great song. Great, uh, great group there. I literally just had lightning hit near where I'm doing the studio stuff from, and we lost power. And we almost lost the show. Thank God we're still on. We had to do a whole lot of rewiring and rerouting things through. But we're still here with you, folks. Hey, listen, if I get a lightning bolt to my brain, it's because I was dedicated to you guys. I want you to remember that in the future, that your, your host, Sam, stayed on the phone with lightning going all over the place and risked his life and gave you a little uh, Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald. Anyway, uh, we're going to finish this up before I uh, do have a lightning bolt go through my brain. No offense to anyone who's ever had a lightning bolt through their brain or knows someone that had it. It's just a joke, folks. Um, I want to give you my uh, top couple of female players uh, because that was a big, big topic that was going on on one of the uh, on one of the chats. I think it was addicted to Big Brother. Uh, two places I hang out: addicted to Big Brother and Reality Chat, two of my favorite places. Um, so, basically, the discussion was who are the top women players, um, and I really don't know whether to go backwards or forwards. But I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go from 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 like number five up. Okay. I'm going, to give, I'm going to give my number five spot to somebody that a lot of people won't agree with. But I'm going to give it to a little, a little lady that won season four, June Sung. And a lot of people don't like it because they think she didn't do anything. She really didn't do a whole lot. But what she did do is invent the floater strategy that is used today. Now, a lot of people would say that they actually can't stand her now that they know that and they wish that she would never have done it. But she did it. And she won in season four. Um, but I would almost couple that up with er- Allison Irwin, who was also on that season. Allison Irwin was a fantastic player. Um, a lot of people discredit her. But I would almost make those guys just right there at the same spot. I- I'm going to give them a shared spot at number five. June Sung and Allison Irwin take my number five spot. Allison Irwin played in number seven All-Stars. Uh, not, the, uh, not the player that lasted the longest. She got caught in a little bit of a lie. But my number one was the one who planted that lie on her and got her voted out in the first place. Um, but I'm going to put June Sung, the, the creator of the floating strategy, she actually cooked the entire season, and she cooked in the kitchen where people gathered. She knew that people would gather in the kitchen and talk. She was the one who heard everything that they were talking about, and she perfected the floater strategy that is used today. So that spot goes to June Sung. My number four spot. My number four spot is going to go to Rachel Riley. Only because Rachel Riley is a great competitor, but Rachel Riley is a horrible social player. And although she's a comp, she's a comp beast, I know a lot of people like to say that, even though she's a comp beast, Rachel Riley wore every one of her emotions on her shoulder. And because she did that, I think that it really, helped, it really hurts her in the rankings. Is she interesting to watch? Yes. Are you going to get drama from her? Yes. Do you love to hate her? Of course. And that's what we love. We love to hate players. There's nothing like, I know that people love players and they want to see their favorite players. I got news to tell you guys. People, there was a lot of people that hated Dr. Will in season two. There's a lot of people that hated Dr. Will in season seven. It took many seasons for people to look back and go, wow, that guy was a genius. There's a lot of people that didn't like Dan. There's a lot of people that don't like Boogie. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time, but Rachel is somebody that people love to hate. You may not want her on the show, but I guarantee you this, 
within a couple of weeks you're excited that you're getting some drama on the show thanks to her. So I give her my number four spot. My number three spot is going to make some people very, very angry. Because my number three spot is not who you think it's going to be. It's Janelle. Janelle is another person to me that deserves this three spot only because she plays so well when she does play, but she's awful socially. She has no social game, but again, she's like Rachel. Her and Rachel are almost identical players in the fact that they don't have very good social skills. I want to—I just want to throw this little bit of information on people who are Janelle fans that are going to hate me for saying putting her at number three and not number one because my number one's unbeatable. Number three, she sits there because I don't care what you do. You watch every season that Janelle has played, and Janelle always has a large alliance. She has never done it without a large alliance involved. She has never done it without the protection involved. When she played on her own in season 14, she failed miserably. She went down. She went down for the count. She was voted out quickly. People did not like her. They didn't want to help her. They didn't want to have anything to do with her. So I believe that Janelle, although she's finished very high, she's always finished high because she's always had an alliance, whether it was Chilltown in seven whether it was and, and she had two big she had two good alliances in seven that got her to where she was. She still couldn't put the nail in the coffin. She still couldn't get it done. Janelle's a number three, ball time, which is not a bad place, but it's not number one like people want her to be. My number two player of all time in the female division is Danielle Donato. Danny Donato is a great competitor, has a very big drive to her if she's mad about something. She's a lot like Janelle, but I think she's better than Janelle. I think she would play better than Janelle if they were putting the house together at, at the peak of their seasons. I don't know if you could do it now, but if you mashed season eight, season six together, I think Danielle Donato would outplay Janelle. I think Danielle Donato has a strategic mind for the game, whereas Janelle has an emotional mind for the game. I think Danielle does play too quickly, too fast. I do believe that, but I also believe that Danielle is a hell of a competitor and Danielle is a hell of a, of, a, uh, of a social player. She puts a strategy in her mind. She very much sees everything that's going on. She's got incredible instinct, which brings me to my number one. My number one favorite female player of all time, the one woman who will tell you, just like Miss Chicago said, you get blood on your hands, but it washes off, and that's Danielle Reyes. Greatest, one of the greatest players of men and women in this game, but also one of the, the number one greatest female player in this game, Danielle Reyes. I adore this woman to death. The Black Widow is fantastic. If you haven't seen season three, do yourself a favor. She was fantastic in season seven. She's the one I was telling you about that pinned a lie. That she, or she didn't pin a lie, but she had a strategy and she got busted for it. She had talked to Allison Irwin, my shared number five, and she was the one that came up with it. Well, the HOH in season seven found out about it and wanted to put them both up, and Danielle Reyes comes up with this incredible lie to say that it was all Allison Irwin, da-da-da-da-da-da, and people bought it, ate it, hook, line, and sinker, and Allison Irwin goes home, and Danielle Reyes goes on to be a top six player that season. I believe she's top six. I mean, she's incredible, folks. I mean, she really, really is. She's social. She's competitive. She has incredible intuition for this game. And, and you will not see another player with the intuition that Danielle Reyes has. 
She could not know what was going on by her ears, but through her eyes, she had a gut feeling as well that was incredible. Uh, she's very secretive, very easy to move around the house and know what's going on. She's good about tricking people. She'll lie, 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 and has no problem with it. Danielle Reyes is a much better player than Janelle, is a better player than Danielle Donato, and is 50 times the woman that Rachel, June Sung, and Allison Irwin are. Your number one player for women, folks, is Danielle Reyes. It's a shame because a lot of my favorite female players have been female players between one and eight, really two and eight, really three and eight, actually. Um, Rachel, I, I, she's in there, but you know what? She was probably the last real determined woman as a new player that we saw in season 12. Now, I know she came back in 13 with Danielle Donato. And, look, I mean, Rachel's a, Rachel is just entertaining. She's not a great player. I don't care what anybody says. In season 13, she was helped by production. Say what you want. I don't find a lot of conspiracy theories that are going on right now, but I firmly believe that Rachel was helped to win season 13. I think without that help, I don't know that she would have lasted as long as she did. But she is fun to watch. There's my list, folks. June Sung, Allison Irwin at number five. They're going to share that spot because if you haven't seen Allison Irwin play, she's, she is competitive and she's good socially, but she just can't get the job done when other people turn on her. She has a hard time getting through it. June Sung perfecting the floater strategy that is used today. You've got to give her credit. You've got to tip your hat to her. Uh, Rachel Riley, of course because she's, you love to hate her, and she's one hell of a competitor. Uh, and and on, on the note of Rachel Riley, before I let you guys all go, I think that, I, I, I honestly, I'm not a fan of Rachel Riley, but I can take Rachel without Brendan. I can take Brendan without Rachel. But when you put those two together, it is a cluster of insecurity that is just a nuclear bomb that, can, that just destroys everything in its way, and it's not a good thing. It's a horrible thing. Because it's nothing like watching two adult people ask each other for encouragement or do you think I did something good for you today or you're not giving me any attention. I can do without all that. But them on the, those guys on their own, they're actually not that bad. When you put them together, it's, it's, just, it's just toxic. Uh, but I did give Rachel that fourth place. Uh, you know, hey, Janelle gets third. I know that's going to get a lot of boos and, you know, you know, people upset with me and all that stuff. But, listen, don't be a crybaby over it. It's just a matter of fact. Janelle can't play without a large alliance. When you take her alliance away, it's just like in season 14 where she falls on her face. She has no social skills to survive or float through. Danielle Donato comes in at number two. I think she's great socially. She's good. She plays a little too early, and she does get her emotions involved. But she's a great strategic player. She really has a mind for strategy. She really helped her father. I know a lot of people think Evil Dick, Evil Dick helped. No, listen, she played very well for what she was given in Season 13. She screwed herself a little bit in Season 13, but she still played very well. And unfortunately, she fell in love and got married to the guy that kind of got her in trouble. Um, but I think without uh, Dominic being in the house in 13, I think Daniel would have played a lot better. Um, I think her dad is just somebody that kind of keeps her from playing too soon, too early, uh, too early, too soon. But I think Daniel Donato is probably the second best female player. And number one, of course, is a black widow, Daniel Reyes, who, again, I consider her, the, depending on the day, it's either her or Dan that take the number two spot, depending on what day you ask me. But, hey, that's my list. Give me yours. Go on, uh, go on the Big Brother After Show Facebook page. 
Tell me who your favorite women are. Tell me who your top five are. You might surprise me. I might be surprised by it. You may say, Nokomis, I will probably choke on my coffee in the morning. But, hey, put up something. Tell me what you think. Come and look us up, Big Brother After Show on Facebook. We want to know you. We want to get to know you. I want to thank my caller from California today. What a great caller he was. Uh, that's what we need, folks. We need more people contributing. As always, I love my Miss Chicago. If you guys don't don't recognize that that woman makes things happen around here, you're crazy. She's the best. Um, we love her. We adore her, and she is such a big part of the show. We'll see her on Sunday. And, of course, hey, you got me. That's not so bad, is it? Depends on who you ask, I guess. Listen, folks, we appreciate you so much for being a part of this. Sorry things were a little scattered tonight. I'm telling you, we had a ton of things going on tonight with, with the satellite being out. And me trying to catch up with things, I'm literally running around with my phone getting ready to do the show and everything's going on and we're losing, we're losing the show and we're lo- we, I've got lightning all over the place where I do the, do the show from. Uh, we lost power. So I'm sorry that things were probably a little scattered today. But as it stands, um, as it stands, Donnie survives another eviction. God bless that guy. As me and Miss Chicago said, it's time for him to make a move and make a deal. It's time to start wheeling and dealing, Donnie. Be smart, man. People are not going to come to you at this point. You've got to start making things happen. Um, we'll, see on, we'll see really who's going to be the next HOH. We're going to be really interesting to see what happens there. I have a feeling it's going to be one of the Alliance members, but I tell you what, at some point these guys are going to have to eat each other, and I think it's coming up in the next week or two, especially if Donnie can make a deal. You can only put Victoria up a couple of times, but I think that – People low on that totem pole are going to be Donnie, Christine, Nicole, and Victoria. I think Zach's low on that totem pole as well, maybe Caleb. It's going to be interesting who eats who in this, in this uh, remainder of the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. It's going to start getting interesting, folks. Hey, join us Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Give us a call next week, 917-889-7084. Hopefully uh, we won't be hit by tons of lightning and things go down and catch on fire. Um, but we made it through this one. I think we can make it through the next one. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. We will see you next Sunday. Enjoy your week. Watching, 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 watching me.